0: Support for the Bubba Army podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the nearly 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba. Have you smelled Manscaped's refined body wash, fellas? The ladies love their signature scent. You and your boys will be so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash. Keep the grooming game going with the Performance Package 4.0. And inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker and Nose Trimmer, Prop Preserver and Ball Deodorant, Prop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold all the goodies. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up the top of your nose and ears. Nothing's worse than that nose hair. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped.
1: check. Damn. You should be on as well. <clears throat> Welcome to I, Off the I Rails. Am, I am, I am. Welcome to Off the Rails with Blummel. I'm here with my co slash spouse. We're getting used to, uh, the transitioning roles from outside playing grab ass to inside being professional.
2: Inside playing grab ass.
1: We were playing a little grab ass in the kitchen. What can I tell you? And any and grab ass includes, you know, anything from, you know, a kiss or a rear naked joke. It just depends yeah. what kind of like mood we're in. Are we feeling loving and lovable, or am I feeling a little chokey. bit aggressive, a little yeah. choky? But not in a hot way, more like a, it hurt yeah, you it's way. Yeah, so I I grabbed him, pulled him towards me, and got him in a guillotine a little bit. And he pretended to like, oh, this isn't scary, but I could tell that he was he was fearful for his life. It's fine.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Um, I don't want to take that call right away, caller. So I will put you on hold if you want to hang up and call back again. I feel like just to take a call right out of the gate is just gonna kind of throw me off. Yep. And there's a lot of things, very important things I need to discuss on the show, like the cake caper and the gym caper, and the two-day wedding I'm going to be attending, and Bubble 199, and Kevin Hazlett. I'm just basically reading off my list. Oh, Bubble um, 199. You'll be there. No, I will not. And unfortunately, there I, I I think I may have a sleeping problem again. I think it's back for round Yay, two. Right, which is That's a good
2: thing, right? No, oh. it, I
1: can't sleep. So I slept like shit on Wednesday night, and I said to myself, hey, Thursday's going to be a little rough. You got a lot of shit going on. You got a lot of things to do. You got cakes to bake. You got laundry to do. You got a pack. I had to do all this just shit. And gifts and the, yeah, all, you know, all the things, gym, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, listen, you'll get it all done. And then you'll sleep like a log on Thursday. Nope. Had a bunch of energy. Was feeling like shit, kind of drowsy all day, feeling really drag assy. And then suddenly I go to bed and it was like, oh. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? I
2: was, I've had the same thing lately.
1: It is like the worst affliction ever. And then I would get up to like go to the bathroom. I'd be like, man, I'm so tired. I just want to lie down. I can't wait to get to my bed. And then you get to your bed. And then I'm like, my heart starts racing. I'm like, mm-hmm. why is your heart racing? You don't live in Ukraine. What's, you can't, you can't, what is, what is so hard? You have to pack? That's your, that's your big, you know, problem in life is that you, you have to get up early and, and go to work where you tell dick jokes. Like what's your... You know, and then you start shaming yourself for not being able to handle things. You're like, why can't I go to sleep? I literally couldn't sleep last night thinking I'm going to fall asleep immediately. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I took another sleep aid. Not the same thing I usually take, but I was like, this is ridiculous. I need to sleep. Hmm. And then your body does this weird fucked up thing where you try to fight it. You're like no, succumb to it. That's the whole point. You took it so you could relax, but mm-hmm. then you're like, I bet I can power through. I'm like, what am I doing? Why I'm, is my body like this? Just sleep. But eventually, I did get some sleep. I was in a heavy duty dream when my alarm went off. I, my phone went off. I didn't hear anything. I have a I have an emergency alarm that's mm-hmm. like ah ah like crazy, and it's on the other side of my room, so I have to like get up and walk over. Okay. If that didn't go off, I wouldn't. I would not have been Uh-oh. at work this morning because i didn't hear anything i was like in a heavy duty rem sleep i, I think mm. i was having a little bit of a nightmare i was on a train that's all i remember well you called me last night hopefully i wasn't going to any camps go ahead um
2: and <laughs> <laughs> i like i was at the point of like just kind of getting to sleep and my phone rings ring 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 which it was still early so like
1: it was like eight something. yeah it was early yeah but it, listen
2: but yeah. I, like I look like, realistically I wasn't going to go to sleep even though I was like I was dozing off.
1: Yeah. I still but wasn't... I woke him up.
2: Yeah, you know, we talked a little bit. It was good.
1: It was a good chat.
2: And then I was like, all right, cool, I we talk. Like I'll, I'm like I was go tired before. I yeah, can't be able yeah. to go right to sleep.
1: Yeah. Nope. At that point, I still needed to finish prep. I still needed to pack. I still mm-hmm. needed a shower. I still need to do all the things.
2: And I've got like 8 million pro- projects going on here.
1: Yeah, you got a lot going on it. And I'm trying to be like really really thorough with prep, making sure that you know, if I hadn't either have read the article in full or most of it and every single video needs to be combed through very intensively because, mm-hmm. you know, um, situation. So um, I did all that. I'm like, OK, I think we're good. Showered. And I'm like, oh, it's such a nice, relaxing shower. Uh, Reagan is dog sitting for a friend. So she was out. Nice. And so, it, you know, and again, I I love Reagan. I love having a roommate. But I think I like, I think I've, I've always been kind of like meant to live alone, you know, so it was just nice. It was me and the cats. I put the cats away, you know, lock them in their room. I'm just like, get the hell away from me. Even the, the animals, I'm just like, I don't want to give anybody my intention. I just want silence. Um, went to bed and couldn't fall asleep. I'm like, any moment now, I'll probably fall asleep. And then I do this weird thing. I don't know if anybody else does it, but I'm like, I wonder if I'll be asleep in five minutes maybe seven like what's the moment and what is the moment that you fall asleep do you know you're falling asleep like because there's a a, there must be a decisive moment where in one moment you're not asleep and then the next moment you are like what is that first like Mm -hmm. how do you determine that obviously it's not just immediate unless you're going under anesthesia or something but it's typically a a process so it's just really annoying uh my mind was racing but what I wasn't having thoughts it was just like I was just concentrating on my physiology. I'm like, why is my heart racing? Why is this happening to me? Why are you like this? Why mm-hmm. can't you just be fucking normal? That's a common conversation I have well, about sleep and not about sleep as well. Yeah, mine is like all
2: the projects I'm doing here, and I'm like,
1: yeah,
2: oh, I gotta order that. Like, and it's like dumb stuff. It's like a little a little bracket or something, but it's things that like I need to get to like could, could like keep going on a project. So it's like, oh crap. So like I'm, then I'm on like. Amazon and eBay and all that, I was, like looking for a specific part.
1: Yeah. I I got all of my shit done. So I'm like, why are, why are you awake? But here's the thing I worry that I can't fall asleep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then in the event that I can't fall asleep, I start planning the, the following day about all the adjustments I can make to get a nap. Of course. So I'm like, okay, well, then I won't go to the gym and I'll just do this. Mm-hmm. Or I could nap for 20 minutes and then go to the gym. Or I could just nap and then go for. I'm like, go to sleep.
2: Yeah. Oh, I do the, I do the, okay, well. If I wake up 10 minutes early, I can just do it then.
1: Yeah, but then I'll stress about waking up 10 minutes early. Like, that's how. Sure. So I made sure literally every... I've never done this before where not a single article of clothing or thing needed to be added to my bag for this weekend. Like, Mm -hmm. it was all ready to go. All the cards I needed to bring, the shoes, the dresses, the undergarments, everything was just ready by the door. I was just like... Who the fuck am I? And then I also had started having things uh, thoughts about that as well, where I used to just be so unorganized and just, uh, I don't want to say disheveled because I'm still disheveled, but I'm extremely organized. I used to leave things like a mess when I was a kid and an adolescent and an, like a young adult. And now it's like I'm ve- I'm like almost too much the other way. Like I'm militant about things being clean. Apparently I had a, a chat with my mother. Mm-hmm. I never got into apparently that. Apparently,
2: you had a chat with your mother. No, no, no.
1: Sorry. Um. No, I had a chat with my mother, and apparently, and then I was going to say something. I never got into the situation. the The call I had. I was. <laughs> I think I tried to worm it in on Monday and never got in. And so, oh shit. Let me fucking write that down.
2: Oh god. Uncle. Be here till fucking three o'clock.
1: I need an alias. Uncle Henry. There we go. Oh, that works. Caper. It's a good one. Oh, that, yes. that one, okay. That's a good one. It is a good one. Yes, it, it. I forgot about that. I called my mother on Easter, and we had that, that conversation. Mm-hmm. But anywho, couldn't sleep, was fucking annoyed, But and, and I always worry that I'm not going to have enough energy the next day. But And then I started thinking, like, shit, I got so much stuff done today. I was so productive, and all I had was a coffee and a celius. I wonder what I could do if I took meth or Adderall or something. Mm-hmm. I would just be... The most, I'd be Elon Musk if I could just take some Adderall. I could take some amphetamine salts. Amphetamine salts. No, but, um, so we got, we got the wedding today, which I'm excited about. Wedding part one, which you will not, unfortunately, be in attendance because you'll be here. Not, unfortunately, for that because mm-hmm. the, the people need you, Blitz. The people need you. I'll be partying. You, he'll be partying. And I am really sad I'm missing this bubble, 199 because I I honestly think it's going to be, like, the best one, you guys, we've ever had in terms of money and in terms of, like,
2: fun I think the last like big fun one was last year because it was actually on his birthday, mm-hmm. and that was a pretty big one.
1: That was cool, but there's a lot of people. There's going to be food. It's going to be um, it's going to be really busy. Uh, the music selection is great. I might add. Uh, I I did I did take the criticism that I got last time, which wasn't really criticism. It was more like a fleeting comment. People are saying it sounds like a repeat. So like mm-hmm. I feel like you've heard these songs before. So I made sure just to completely start from scratch. There's going to be some some oldies in there, oldies for me, so like 90s stuff, Any, any 2000s. good hair metal bands? No, that's the, literally the worst fucking era of music that I, ever I, was. There, so
2: there's like a couple of decent songs in there, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I completely agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do want to get into this conversation that I had with my mother. And what okay. I was saying about me being organized is apparently my my sister is a, a, yep. a pig, a filthy pig. Mm-hmm not because she's fat or anything like that but because just her lifestyle she lives like she's in a farm apparently so i was i was talking to my mom and i i did talk about this a few weeks ago my family had this big family reunion for my uh, grandmother's 100th birthday she's dead but her memory lives on folks that's what that's what carries on so it was supposed to be just um so grandma bubby had three kids my mom and uh, she has a brother and a sister so it was going to be you know those three kids, their families, the grandkids.
2: And in, in what order is your mom?
1: The youngest. Okay. Yeah, it goes uh, Auntie Barbara, Uncle Mike, and then uh, my mama. And my okay. mama and my aunt are 10 years apart, so there's, there was quite a difference growing up. Okay. But, you know, they all had kids, and now some of the kids have kids and that sort of thing. But then it, it started to get uh, tentacles, and then second cousins started coming and third cousins and wives and in-laws and this and and it started getting crazy. And I could tell in my mom's voice, I spoke to her on Easter and the reunion was the week prior. She was like, uh, it was, it was good seeing everyone, right?" but then it was like this, but it wasn't the vacation I was expecting. And I'm like, oh shit. She said, I spent 75% of the time in the kitchen. Nobody made food. Nobody cleaned up after themselves. And they had an Airbnb, and it, she said at one point she was cooking for 22 people. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a vacation to me. Yeah. Not. So nobody cleaned up. After, I'm like, what do you mean no one cleans up after themselves? Like, to me, that is a foreign concept. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. People just literally eat and then just walk away from the plate without, you know, either taking care of their own plate or their spouse or mm-hmm. kid or something. They just literally get up and leave. She's like, yeah. I'm like, these people are animals. Yeah. She's like, Your sister was the worst offender. I'm like, well, this surprises no one.
2: I like, like at a party, you know, if you're like eating here and there, like you kind of leave a plate sitting there or something. Like that's kind of one thing. But a whole weekend? No, I I understand that, but that's totally
1: different. I'm like, what the fuck? And then my mom will try to defend my sister because she could hear my voice. I'm not happy, so she goes, No, your sister made me breakfast one time. Like so, she toasted you some bread.
2: She. Put cereal in a bowl. Yeah, and
1: gave it to you and then just walked away and just, you know, left the pans she dirty. She threw a and... granola
2: bar at you and said, here.
1: Right. It's just, it was ridiculous. So I could tell my mom said it wasn't relaxing at all. And, and now she needs a vacation from her vacation. It was more stressful than her actual life. Mm-hmm. So I could tell that that was a little bit of an issue. But what was great about this is my mom was a little bit of a private investigator because there, there's a little family. It was a a well-known secret so it really wasn't a secret i found out I, it, it's weird there's certain things where like you remember where you were when you you found out things happened like 911 or if you're old enough the jfk assassination or my mom remembers man landing on the moon i remember when my dad told me that my this is when they were married i was a teenager that my great uncle it's my mom's uncle we'll call him uncle henry he's like Ninety. Um, this was probably about almost 20 years ago I remember I was driving in the car and my dad goes do you guys want to know a secret? I was in the car with my cousin, Andrew do you guys want to know a secret? yeah hey dad, I do and my dad goes, I can't tell you I can't tell you oh, he, which means he wants you, he wants you to fish of course, he wants you to beg for it he wants you to beg, grovel for it so if I would have been like, okay he would have busted at the seams. He wanted me to be like, Dad, come on! Pl- come on, Dad! It's a so, fun game, though. Right. So I said, Dad, you can't just say that and then walk... You... First off, I was like, I can tell you want to tell us, so just yeah. fucking say right.
2: it. So you pulled your knife out and was, like, threatening. Himself. So my
1: dad, like, as if he, like, looks around in the car. It's literally just the three of us. He goes, you know Uncle Henry? We're using that as an alias. You know Uncle Henry? I'm like, yeah. Uncle Henry's, like, 65 at the time. Or maybe, like, 70. He goes, um he's had a Filipino woman that he's been having sex with for 30 years.
2: And you're like, dad, we're four. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dad. <laughs> and my, that's something my dad probably would have said it for, Anyways. I, I feel yeah. like I've always known about stuff. My parents were very open with me, yeah. but he goes, yeah, uncle Henry's been fucking this Filipino woman because his wife won't have sex with him. And I'm like, like and he's telling this to my cousin who like we're close but we're not like that close like this isn't like my dad's second kid Mm -hmm. you know i'm like and it was like really inappropriate and my dad is just like giggling like oh my god because he just found out okay yeah and he can't keep it in he goes yeah and i'm like are you what do you mean they're having she's like his wife won't fuck him, so he goes to this Filipino woman that, like, sucks him off. No, he wasn't saying that, but, you know, insinuating. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, Christ. And that was 20 years ago. Well, I mentioned uh, months ago that I I went to a Zoom memorial service. This Mm -hmm. is, you know. And the person who passed was this guy's wife, who was my, like, great aunt by marriage, whatever. Very nice woman from Sweden. Um, She passes and um she's been gone now for about maybe a year and a half so now uncle henry is free to bring the the i don't even know what to call her she's not a mistress cuz i feel like a mistress implies secrecy sure. right and the the good thing about this whole situation is that the wife knew about it she didn't want to have sex with her husband And so she said, listen, I just want you as my companion. I don't want to have sex with you, but you're a man and you need sex. Go get it somewhere else. And that's fine with me. So they had this arrangement for almost 40 years where every weekend or every other weekend, he would go drive an hour to this woman's house and blast. And they would have this like sexual relationship. And then he would come home and be like a father and a husband to his wife and child. So uh, this came out years ago, but now it's the first time where she's making family appearances okay. in lieu of the other woman's death. She's now the person. So his son, who's now 45 and has a kid, he's still not even used to it, which mm. is crazy because he's known about it for 35 years. And I found out when he found out when he was 15 and how that traumatized him. Um, so I was just asking my mom all these questions and I think like the woman's name is like Cindy or something. So Cindy was there and you have all these like white Jews and like one Filipino mm-hmm. and I'm like well did he like buy her from the Philippines? Like does she have an accent? My mom's like yeah. I'm like okay so she's probably from the Philippines. I was doing the math in my head. She's about my mom's age so she came to the States since, like 19 or 20. Perfect. I'm like mom I think Uncle Henry bought her. Yeah. I think she. I think she Did was imported. Fair
2: price. Yes,
1: imported from the Philippines. She's like, no, no. I'm like, no, I think so. She still got an accent. That means she's been here after puberty, probably in her early late teens, early twenties. Mm-hmm. So I was finding out all this information. Apparently, they have property together. What? And apparently, uh, the wife who passed away was would send this woman, like, Christmas gifts, birthday gifts. Like, it was an extended part of the family. Hmm. Very bizarre stuff. And yeah, then I weird. started asking my mother about um, the wife. Her name, let's just call her Mary. Mary um, never wanted to have sex. And I go, okay, well, you, in her seventy, She died yeah, when she was, like, old. 75, yeah, she's old and 80. dried up. And my mom's like, no, she never wanted to have sex. I go, since when? She said since ever I go excuse me uh yeah my mom said this woman did not want to have sex ever I said what about in her like 20s and stuff she goes nope she never like you, we make jokes about me not having an interest in sex and I would say my sex drive is probably like below like a little below average I would say sometimes it gets ramped up and I can get in the mood but I'm not like a super crazy horn dog but this woman unless
2: we're here on break
1: right that's true and so, unless I see Blitz showing me, you know, them legs. Mm-hmm. Got nice legs. Um, this woman never wanted to have sex. And apparently I think the only time she had sex was to conceive her son. And apparently they almost got divorced because she wouldn't blast uh, my uncle on his wedding night. Imagine going for your or your honeymoon or your wedding night and she's like, no, but they did, I don't want have sex. They did fuck, though. At least once, because they have one son. Mm Could have just been that one time. I don't know. Could have been. Could have been. Probably not. She probably tried, and they went to therapy. Hmm. Uncle Henry almost got a divorce, because he's like, what? What the fuck? Right. And then I was asking my mom, like, why did they even stay together? What's the point of having, like, a wife and a sex wife? Right. Like, just be like, oh, I didn't realize you never wanted to fuck me or blow me, so I'm out. Because, I mean, I understand... You know, you, you have to compromise if someone wants to do it a lot and someone doesn't want to do it as frequently. Mm-hmm. But if someone never wants to do it yeah. and you're a guy and you're married to this person, you go, oh, shit. And I'm like, didn't he know before? And she was on. Oh, it was like the 50s or the 60s. You know, people Waiting waited until marriage. marriage. And I go, uh, I mean, no one's religious here. So it seems bizarre. But, you know, maybe it was just a, a product of the time. People were more conservative or reserved in that way. Fine. But even on the on the honeymoon, she was just like, "No, I don't want to. I don't want to have sex." And she was like in her early twenties, so he lived his whole wife, you know, barely banging his wife, but found um, love or lust in other places. So it seems like now this woman is kind of taken the role of wife. Uh, it would be weird if they got married, though. That's that seems weird. It's like, yeah. oh, you were my concubine for four decades.
2: Yeah, you weren't good enough to be my wife.
1: Yeah, I'm like, did she ever want to get married to somebody? Did she want to have a a public husband? Maybe? Does she have kids? I don't know. I don't know anything about this woman. But what yes. If, what
2: if she ended up having like a bunch of kids and they were all from him and like that? No, like no one knew about it.
1: Right. Ooh, that would be good. That would be great. And I asked my mom how they met. She didn't know. I'm like, mom, you got to ask the right questions. Let me get because the there.
2: guy's got a kid with the chick that didn't fuck. So right. he's so he's fertile.
1: Yes, he is fertile. And I don't know, I can't imagine, I can imagine being a side chick maybe for a couple of years, but for four decades? hmm You're going to be a side chick for four decades, which makes me think she was bought from the Philippines, which would mean that my family has been involved in human trafficking, which is pretty cool, I think. Yeah. You know, I, I find things about my family that I, I I didn't know until very recently. Like, my dad was approached to be in the Mossad. That's fucking dope as hell. They're like, hey, do you want to go to Germany and try to what was the word that they use? Um, I think it was exterminate. We need someone exterminate. Like it was a really like clinical yeah. word for murder. Um, we need you to like eradicate or exterminate this uh, Palestinian terrorist, whatever. Hmm. <clears throat> and my dad was a good candidate for that because he was South African and he spoke Hebrew, but he didn't have an Israeli accent. Mm. So he spoke English perfectly. He didn't have any sort... It didn't sound like he was Israeli when he spoke English at all. And um, they approached him to be in the... He had an American wife, which was my mom. And they wanted my my parents to go to Germany to try to do some work.
2: There goes that theory for me. What? I was going to say he's too busy banging millions of chicks. Yeah. But he was married. He was married,
1: yeah. So my dad... I was just born, apparently, when this happened, and uh, my dad's like, I, I can't be killing people. I got a kid now. You should have asked me last summer. You ruined I got his her-. chances of being know, in the massage. I know. I did. And then I'm like, Dad, that would have been so dope. You would have met, like, Epstein and, like, just, just lying to Maxwell.
2: Yeah, you could have been fucking kids on his private island.
1: Yeah, Dad, you could have been fucking kids on Little St. James <laughs> on the Lolita <laughs> Express, and you fucked it up. Could have met Bill Clinton, yep. Prince Andrew. Just kicking it with Robert Maxwell. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Just, and, but he fucked it up. Said, nope. You fucked it up. I fucked it up for him. He could have said yes. He could have said yes. My dad could have been a Mossad agent. That's pretty badass. So, you know, I'm finding all these, these little nuggets out in the family. You know, mm-hmm. Uncle Henry's been, you know, fucking this concubine. Now they have uh, a property together. And we're all very grateful for this woman because Uncle Jerry... Okay, his real name's Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it and I was like, that was a mistake. Damn it. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm so bad at remembering aliases. I'm like, well, it's, it's, it's fucking Uncle Jerry. All right, sorry. Put him on blast. Um, But, you know, Uncle Jerry's got a lot of issues now. He's old as shit. And uh, this woman is a Filipino caretaker. Okay. I know that is bizarre because Filipinos almost are never in the caretaking business. (laughs) Yeah, literally, when like when my grandma was in hospice care, like any nursing home ever, it's just stocked full of Filipinos. Mm -hmm. That's just their thing. The the Vietnamese have dominated all the you know salons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's just, and this isn't even like a stereotype. It's just what it is. It's true. It's what it is. So uh, she's been she's care uh, she's been a caretaker she's been a nanny she's been doing all that stuff so um, and I think that Uncle Jerry took care of her for many years I would say I would okay. think because I I yeah, think with like dick. with the dick but also I think with finances mm-hmm. Uncle Jerry did pretty well for himself what a Jew who did well I know right crazy so um, I am a little sad that I I, I missed it but I am also uh, grateful because it was it sounded stressful number one and number two. You know, even though COVID is, like, so last summer, it, there's still people who are hardline. You got to be vaccinated. Yeah, was um,
2: it yesterday <laughs> at L.A. that re- they read their uh, mask mandate?
1: Oh, did they? They
2: reinstated
1: it. I saw it. There was something in Philadelphia. But yeah. L.A., yeah. Yeah, it's, just a, it's a lost cause. Yeah. It's a tense city. Just bulldoze over it and try again later. Glad mm. I'm not there, you know. It, which, is, which sucks because California is, like, especially Southern California, is such a cool place it's like cool real estate it's beautiful weather it's got you know just the history of hollywood and it's just a fun exciting vibe to be out there but it's just run by a a bunch of goons and it's it's Mm -hmm. over so you're saying that
2: you're because you're not uh vaccinated your family kind of didn't want you there maybe
1: and yeah and it's weird because i feel like even that's died down yeah like i don't think that they would care as much but one of them has like a kid that's like two or one some change and, you know, they're just when you've been pushing it this long, you got to just kind of stay true to course. Mm-hmm. You can't go. Yeah. You know, now I don't care anymore. You got to go. Oh, I still care, but I don't. Yeah, but you can.
2: I, you can do that, but you're not. You're
1: going not going to. Gonna. You just you've been, you know, when you've been hardlining it for so long, you don't want to think that that was all in vain. It's this sunk so- cost fallacy. Mm-hmm. You go, well, I've been pushing it for this long. I better just keep pushing. Otherwise, everyone's going to think I'm a fraud. You go, OK, whatever. So I missed out on that, unfortunately, but I did get some good information. And I like learning things about my family, especially salacious things. I like skeletons in the closet. I like hearing about, you know, I had another cousin that, you know, almost married a lesbian, for example. And um, like I said, I've mentioned this before. I was the one that called out that she was a lesbian two years before she came out of the closet because she cut all her hair off. I said, uh, straight girls really don't do that. Unless they're, you know, uh, Halle Berry. But she was pulling it off. My cousin's girlfriend at the time, not pulling it off. You go, why did you do that? You had beautiful, like, kind of like strawberry blonde hair. Very feminine. You know what? The writing was on the wall. I forgot she played field hockey. I forgot she played field hockey. Well... She That's, played look, field it's hockey. It's not softball. It's not softball. It's not basketball, but it's, it's a close third, uh, field hockey. So she played field hockey. I remember going to one of her games. Cute girl. Cute girl. And then she cut all her hair off before they went to South America. And I said to my mother, I think Lauren, her real name, I was like, I think Lauren's gay. And my mom was like, no, they're going to Columbia. She just doesn't want It's going to be hot. She doesn't want I'm like, I'm it's telling you. In. Yeah, I'm telling you no straight girl is going to give a fuck how hot it is. They're not going to cut all of their hair off. That's insane. Um, And my mom goes, no, she's not. I'm like, okay. Two years later, guess who was right? Uh, Me. Mm -hmm. I knew it. So my cousin, you know, almost married that chick, and I like hearing those stories. I like hearing about when people are going through therapy. I like hearing about, oh, so-and-so is on the precipice of divorce. That's a fun one. Oh, interesting. Oh, your family's fucked up too. Um, I found out one of my uh, uncle's, is uh suffering from mental illness. Um, it's like the most Jewish diagnosis like severe anxiety with a OCD. it's me essentially. Mm-hmm. I am but it's worse because it's affecting his ability to do shit now. So he's he's also a hypochondriac, apparently. He's been diagnosed with all these things where he thinks everything is hypochondriac, please. Hyper Yeah, sorry, hypochondriac. <laughs> he thinks everything is wrong with him. Oh yes. Yeah. So he is um he's afraid for his life in every any given moment even though he's lived on this planet for 70 years all of a sudden now he's afraid of everything so um it's just it's nice to hear about the fact that uh, i like hearing about people's problems cuz then you go oh i got shit like that too mm-hmm. and it also kind of um not justifies but it also kind of explains my situation i'm like oh there was no way i could have been normal look what's in my blood sure paranoia Mental illness, anxiety, OCD not a not a depressed bunch of people, but a very high on the neuroticism scare, scale. Gotcha. Just you know, typical Jewish stuff. I'd like to say, but um, yeah. So uh, unfortunately, I missed out on that. But tonight, I will be celebrating uh, the wedding of my of my friends. I think we've we've talked about them wanting to fuck me. The uh, I think I spent the night there a few times, and 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 Bubba thought that there was maybe a, a threesome going on.
2: Oh, that's why you brought me over to their house. Yes,
1: exactly. To block, to cock block. Or to join in, whatever. Yeah, that's
2: what I was saying. A mix in.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited to see uh, my friend. I'm not going to see her actual wedding ceremony, which I think is the most polite thing that you can do. I agree. Because nobody wants to go to the ceremony. Everybody wants to go to the party. This shit's boring, Yeah, it's boring as hell. So she goes, I know it's boring. So I'm going to get married and then walk over, drive over to reception one. She said, how about... Half the not half, but we we subtract the ceremony and add a party. And I went, yeah, yeah. That's what that's perfect wedding math. Nobody, everyone wants to party. No one wants to go to the ceremony. She goes, listen, no one's going to the ceremony, and we're doing a, a two night party. Yeah, and the wedding Jones. is like
2: just basically for their family and stuff. And like, the, yes, like, and you know.
1: It's going to be like, uh, yeah, close family, uh, maybe some close, close friends. But that's or, it. Though. But that's it. And she, and she even said, it's boring. I know no one wants to see that shit. We just want to make it fun for the people that are coming to town. Couldn't be better. Yep. So um, we're going to uh, venue number one tonight. And because Blitz can't come with me, um, I'm going with my with my friend, with my, with my good friend, my best friend here. Mm-hmm. And she said that she has a Hillary Clinton pantsuit ready oh. so we will look like straight lesbians which is gonna be fun okay. and it's gonna and we're really gonna we're really gonna sell when we start making out and scissoring on the dance floor so i'm excited for tonight it's gonna be great
2: and i heard you're gonna get turned up too
1: um i'm i am I, I may have a drink or two tonight oh is that what you meant yeah or like was this an illusion to me smoking crack or something
2: well no i mean you do that every night yeah but i was gonna say just the drinking part
1: yeah i may have a drink or two I, I hope I I hope I can last. I I may need some additional, I may need a celius tonight, maybe two, because I'm already feeling myself fading a little bit right now, but I don't have time to fade. I have to be up. <laughs> I have to be awake. So maybe I will be going through bu- some of Bubba's drawers just to see what I can get my hands on. Well, I drank
2: a celius an you feel? hour ago. Tired.
1: I don't like that. I don't like your attitude.
2: I know. I don't I, like your fucking I, like, attitude. It honestly, will another of-
1: one. Drink another one. No, because
2: that's then then your crack.
1: Yeah, but sometimes crack. sometimes Mm-mm. crack isn't whack. Mm-mm. You ever been tired but your heart's racing? And you're just like, this yeah, is well this is now I can't do anything. I can't fall asleep and I can't be productive because I'm too tired. Mm-hmm. So your eyes are like all sleepy, but uh but your heart's racing. So you just feel like you're having a heart attack, which is nice. It's fun. Um, I was listening to one Andrew Hubberman. Okay. He's really just, like, a trivial pursuit of random shit. He's like, did you know? Like, I feel like a lot of what I watch is, if you're familiar with Andrew Hubberman, he is a uh, neurologist. um, Like, he does a lot of stuff with neuroscience at the Hubberman Lab at Stanford University in California. And he has all these things. He's really into neuroplasticity. He likes stuff that involves um, endocrinology. Uh, The sleep-wake cycle, he's big into intermittent fasting. Shut the hell up. He's big into all the sorts of, like, health, fitness. He's kind of- Yeah, of kinda... like,
2: bobo science Yeah, mist. Right, yeah. yeah. And he's
1: he's also, like, kind- He's, like, th- probably the hottest neuroscientist you've ever seen. He's, like, pretty good looking, but, like, in the science world, he's, like, a fucking tent. Okay. He's Cristiano Ronaldo. Or Cristiano Ronaldo. He's Cristiano like- Ronaldo-, <laughs> Ronaldo. I sound like Jessica Simpson. <laughs> God damn it. He's hot is what i'm saying. He's, he's like Ronaldo. L- L- An- <laughs> he's Ronaldo. An- he's <laughs> not a Polynesian uh- y- Lana- luna. <laughs> <laughs> Rana. No, but he's he's pretty hot and he was saying um and i don't know if this fucking works but he said that he had a little bit of a hack and i like biohacks. I like little digestible bits of information that i could tell someone at like a dinner party. Hey Diaco one, did you know blah 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 and they're like uh, who are you? I'm like doesn't matter. Um but he was saying that like a way to kind of make yourself more alert without using any external substances. He said in it's something where you can engage the 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 wakeful circuitry in your brain. Okay. And he says if you look up, because he said if you notice when people are tired, they're like their chin droops, their eyes go down, they feel you know groggy. He said if you look up for like ten to fifteen seconds, just up, not and it doesn't I don't even think there necessarily has to be like a lot of light or anything, but if you just like look up for Right about now you should feel more invigorated. I kind of do, but it lasts about four seconds and then it goes away. Again. That's a great
2: four seconds though.
1: Yeah, I feel revived for four whole seconds.
2: Andrew Tuberman knows what he's talking about.
1: <sighs> Andrew Huberman. Um I saw some unfortunate news. Um Wait, what's that? a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, what's that? Uh it's I'm not talking about the Ukrainian crisis. I'm not talking about um inflation. You know, way
2: more important than all
1: that. I'm not talking about that woman that was brutally murdered by her lover in her home, stabbed 60 times and put in a fucking duffel bag. Nope. I'm not talking about
2: that. Way more important.
1: Um, there was a study that mm-hmm. said that uh, intermittent fasting, more specifically time-restricted feeding, is um is Bobo. Bullshit. Said it was Bobo. And um, when I was talking to Blitz last night, he goes, I saw that you didn't add that in prep. I said yeah, cause fuck that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I saw the story and I, I was saw like a story oh. on I was like, Oh, that won't be in prep. Let me check. And sure enough I didn't Sure s- shit. I said, absolutely fucking not. <clears throat> this is the gospel of my life. You know what's funny? I almost <laughs> fucking told Bubba this morning, I was like, hey. I'm gonna send you this news story just to bust on Anna, so please talk about it.
3: <laughs> that would have for- been really and funny. I forgot. That
2: would've been really funny. I totally forgot. I was gonna do that. <laughs> that
1: would have been so fucking bad. Yeah. It was this study. And I and you didn't really read it. You said no, you just kinda like, was, saw the title. I mean,
2: honestly, like the story itself is kind of bullshit. Like the study is kind of bullshit.
1: Yeah. But I so, actually like So that's
2: that's why it really wasn't in prep because the story was kind of yeah BS, it was but... shit
1: science don't get me yeah. wrong but it i initially saw it like 2 days ago and i said these motherfuckers and i i clicked on it and i just said fuck this and then yesterday actually before we even talked we okay spoke, um in the morning i saw it was still on drudge so i clicked on it again and i just kind of wanted to go through the methods okay you know of the of the study and see what they did and i just said this is just absolute crap right this is just crap they they put people on like um, uh, time restricted feeding, which is like a form of intermittent fasting, so you can only uh, eat between like you know four and six or something like that, mm-hmm. whatever. So, and they said that nobody lost any weight, nobody dropped a pant size, uh, nothing changed. But then I started looking, like I said, at the at the methodology that they used and. It, they were just talking about calories. I'm like, well, what kind of calories? Are we talking about fats? Like, what are the macronutrients? Was it carbs? Was it proteins? Like, you you have to control for all this stuff. You can't just be like, have 1,200 calories. Because yeah. you could have 1,200 calories of chocolate or 1,200 calories of broccoli. It's going to have a different effect on your body. So they didn't do any of that. They didn't take into consideration. Yes, it will have a different effect on your body. They didn't take into consideration any sort of exercise any sort of sleep mm-hmm. like you have to control for all this stuff you have to have like the same um basal metabolic rate some mm-hmm. people are burning fat more than others are you know depending on your your metabolism so all these th- you it's so hard to control this sort of shit so the fact that they were just like ah, oh, I, I was just like fuck you
2: you're neat you're neat yeah
1: what is what is that an acronym for
2: non-exercise, thermogenesis, whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. Like how, the thermogenesis of, like, food and stuff. Well, and like, how much, well, digestion. No, like, how many
2: calories you're burning by, like, just Di- moving around and, like, you know, like when you shake your leg and things like that. Yeah. Like, when you're not, when you're not trying to do exercise, but you're moving just around doing, to burn.
1: Yes. Yeah. And your basal metabolic rate essentially would be, like, if you were in a coma and your body was just, like, keeping you alive with yes. your heart pumping and your lungs breathing, all that shit. Most of the, calories that you burn throughout the day are just that just keeping your stupid ass alive then there's digestion which apparently i think is like it's something crazy like 10 percent of your calories just like the thermogenesis genesis of food right well that's why like years ago like the like the heat you burn off just from digestion yeah
2: so like there were certain diets but you're like the cabbage diet was real big because because there's some foods like cabbage if it's pure cabbage that takes more calories to digest oh. than it's, than actually is in the food itself.
1: Yeah, but that's not a good way to make friends because you're going to be real farty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be real fucking farty. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah, you might be skinny, but you won't have no friends.
2: You're lighter weight because you're full of gas.
1: Jesus, you float away.
2: <laughs>
1: Turn into fucking helium.
2: But yeah, that was a big diet, like I don't know what, maybe ten years and ago, and it was
1: just like a mono, whatever they call it, like food diet, mm-hmm. where it was just like one thing you can eat. Yeah, yeah that's can, like, sustainable. People
2: would do like, oh well, I can like bake cabbage, and then like, well, I'll put butter Saute. in this and that, and like yeah. do all, and it's like, okay, well, then, then might as well just eat regular food at that point.
1: I, yeah, that's 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 certainly not the move. But the the study was shit, and that's one. Honestly, the main reason was because I was like. You know, that's my religion. You're talking shit about Jesus when you start talking shit about But you're like born again. It's, it's,
2: it's a new religion to you.
1: It's a new religion to me. Um, right. I'm born again. And I want to spread the gospel. I want to go to a third world country and hand out Bibles. You know? Mm. And when people go, your God isn't real. I go, fuck you. Right. That's how I feel about intermittent with fasting. With your
2: pseudoscience.
1: Yeah, with your pseudoscience. Crap study. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> sure wasn't in prep, though. I sure wasn't. I, I, and I saw that, and I was like, <laughs> fuck. I was like,
2: fuck you. So did I. When I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs>
1: it's, I mean, I I talk about it all the time. It's so obnoxious for other people, I'm sure. And, and especially people who are with me a lot, like Blitz. Like when we were at the Diaco Easter, mm-hmm. you know, people come up to me. There were many, many people that came up to me, and they're like, you look great. And I said, Oh, yeah, you, yeah. you look and then they took great. their blind stick and they're like here, let me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: yeah they had the Joe blind was like you look
1: great Krista." i'm like on." <laughs> what do you mean the mexican virus i'm right here look at me um no but you know people uh, out so one person said you look great and i said uh I don't even think they asked any. They didn't even ask a question. They just said you look great. I go, oh, well, I can't take credit for this. It's intermittent me. fasting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, it's your penis. It's me. just give it everything a, good. Yeah, right. Me. I go, well, I can't take credit for this. It's really my. Um, it's really intermittent fasting. I really want to hand the trophy off to intermittent fasting for uh really helping me out. But mm. it, I do. I know this is crazy to you because I eat so much around you, but I actually eat far less than I used to eat. I feel like my stomach has, has shrinked a bit. I know that's insane. It shrunk. That's the, the correct use, right? No, no,
2: shrinked a bit. You're right.
1: Fuck. You're right. God. I am tired. I need to sell this immediately. Pronto. There's some um, You have There's... some? Yeah, I yeah. definitely need some because I got to, I got to, because you can't just go to a wedding and kind of like go through the motions. You got to be on. And there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to be at this wedding, and I want to talk about it uh, after we come back from a little break, because we do need to go to a little break, isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for editing purposes, so stand by. Editing purposes. Purposes. All right, there we go. All right. We'll take like a minute break. Maybe two. Trying to revive myself with some caffeine. The greatest drug to ever grace this planet. Crack. Right? Caffeine. Oh. Beautiful thing. I love it. I can't wait for it to hit the dome because obviously, you know, it, it doesn't hit immediately. But like, you know, 10, 20 minutes later, you're like, fuck yes. <laughs> Until then, I'll be looking up like an asshole. Okay, look it up, holding it up.
2: Which one did you get? The berry one?
1: No, I'm sorry. I grabbed your favorite one. <sighs> Kiwi guava. It's fucking delicious.
2: Well, that's the one I have for tonight, so I'll to put that one in the
1: fridge. Mm. Oh, sorry. So sorry.
2: The berry ones that, that are in there for you because you like those and they're gross. Thank you.
1: Sorry. Um, so tonight, I'm very excited to see uh, a few people. I was actually going to go solo initially because I thought, uh, I don't think I need a date. I know people. And then I started doing the math and I realized I know t- two people. You know, I real because you you know though you're like I know the bride and know the groom. And it's like, well, you can't include them because they're going to be busy.
2: Yeah, yeah, those aren't those don't count. Those, no, those don't count. And
1: then I went, hold on, I know two people. I can't go alone. That's not a good look, especially yeah. if I'm the first one there, which I'm going to arrive early because you're you always be, early. I'm always early. Number one and number two, uh, you got to be a bubble one ninety nine. So I and when make,
2: we say early, we mean she's always
1: late. Yeah, I'm always late. So um, I can't just walk in and be like, hey. Fuck. All right. And I've been to a wedding by myself before. And to be honest, it, it wasn't bad. It was great. The one I went to in California where I couldn't bring my mom as a plus one. Mm-hmm. No, no big deal. It's fine. Um, But that worked out well. But, you know, this is going to be at a different. It's a different sort of environment. It's not like there's not going to be, excuse me, like a sit down. OK, because this is more of just like
2: not shabby chic.
1: It's this is more like the wedding happy hour, right? Okay. So they're just getting married. They come, they're going to hang out. Gotcha. It's not going to be seated. It's just kind of like a room full of people, and they'll be drinks. It's drunk, not a party. It's a hang. It's a hang, and there's not going to be plated food. It's going to be uh like a food truck.
2: Yeah, they're, Mediterranean. They're kinda, I, I yeah. Actually, I, I'm I want some falafel.
1: Yeah, me too. So, um, it's more they're kind of granola people. They do granola shit, which is cool. I like that. So it's going to be really low key so I'm bringing my my good friend Aaron so that's going to be exciting for us to go as a lesbian couple. Yeah, you guys have fun. She's she's fun. She is so great. I could just go on and on about Aaron. Wait, she had a she had a bridal shower last uh Saturday which was beautiful. I mean like if you've no if you're in Tampa and you um haven't been to Oxford Exchange, I highly recommend checking it out. The sister restaurant is like the uh, the Peabody, the library in okay. St. Pete. Okay, it's really cool. It's like uh, again, this isn't really something probably for the male audience, but to two bitches listening, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's very like Beauty and the Beast esque, where it's like the the restaurant and, is in a library.
2: And let's be real, the best part about it is what? Brunch. No. Did huh. it's right next to UT
1: this fucking piece of shit yeah it's walking distance so um we go to oxford exchange which has a similar vibe but i would say it's even cooler than the library because it's got like an atrium like even saying atrium you're like oh that just sounds like elegance so we yeah. sat in the atrium and um it was a little bit annoying at the beginning because t- i kept telling them you know i'm, I'm, at, I'm here for a bridal shower and They're like, oh, it's the third story. You got to make a ride. Go all the way down the hall. And I'm like, that seems insane for it's only five of us. Like, but whatever. All right. So I go up there and I just walk into a a room full of people that I don't know. And it's clearly a baby shower. And I said, I said, bridal, you know, what the fuck? So I had to like go and I'm in heels and I'm kind of and I'm holding a cake and a present and I'm hot and I'm sweating. But as soon as I got there, the drinks started flowing The conversation took off. Everybody, but one of the girls was a little, um, what's the word? Um, I want to say rude. Here's the situation. Like if you're with a small group of people, there's only five of us. Okay. okay. Four of us were very engaged in the moment, in the occasion, in the reason why we were there, which was my friend. The phones were put away unless it was like, look at this, sure, whatever, fine. Um, but we were engaging conversation. We're talking to each other. What are you going to eat? What's going on? Gossiping. Just doing all the things. And then the girl next to me, and I've met her several, a dozen times probably, was just aloof and facing the phone the whole time. Now, she did preface that she had a dog that was having going through a situation. But if it's that dire, then, like, don't come. Like, if you're taking the dog to the hospital and the dog's on his last leg, yeah. like, Don't go, Mm -hmm. number one. And number two, I I don't see why you need to be on the phone for like two hours texting nonstop. That just seems a bit um, a bit much. So it was just it was this kind of like awkward kind of thing where, you know, you have four women chit chatting and having a great time. And then one person who's just like face deep in the phone and then would pop in with a comment about something that she was texting that had nothing to do with the dog. So I'm like, okay, so clearly you're talking to other friends or something like you're not just concerned about the dog Something's weird. so it was just kind of a little bit annoying but other than that I mean I didn't care I was having a great time mm-hmm. I was drinking my ass off uh, so drunk I actually couldn't drive apparently oh, well, um, yeah. and I had to have a, a DD come pick me up hi thank, thank you
2: hi thank you, to great. the rescue once again
1: mm-hmm. and, and it, because it was so close to UT I knew he wouldn't mind picking me up he
2: yeah, was right by my house too so
1: yeah so he could just drive right through the campus I out. talked to
2: somebody they're like hey do you have to drive all the way to St. Pete to get her I'm like hell no it's like 5 minutes away
1: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah no problem
1: no problem no problem hey oh hey no oh hey no problem so uh we do the brunch we do the the gifts the cake was perfect i was going to get her like this big cake and i i spoke to one of the other girls and she goes just get a little one so I got a little one, and we only ate half of that one, so it was perfect. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was great. So everything was perfect. It was just a beautiful day in the atrium, which was like covered, but not, and it was just absolutely stunning. If you have a chance to go check out Oxford Exchange, especially if you're abroad, you will fucking love it. It's just awesome. If you're into the whole Instagram-worthy life, that is that is where you need to go. Okay. There's lots of... There's a like a spiral staircase. There's... You know, almost like a garden. They got atriums and hallways that look like a library. It's just, it's a very cool um, ambiance. I liked it thoroughly. And then, so I leave and I'm waiting for Blitz to pick me up. And I I meet some friends, as you do when you're hammered. You know, were they uh, a bunch of uh, douchebag frat boys? No. They were probably women, three women, in their maybe mid to late 60s. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) My crowd. And I was sitting in front of a coffee shop, and I was just sitting in the sun. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't buying anything, but I was I was sitting there. And these women just kind of sit at the, the same bench because there was only one of them, and they just kind of start talking. So I just kind of start talking. And then we're going back and forth, and I'm and they looked like they were tourists. So I go, where are you guys from? They go, oh, we, oh we've lived here our, our whole lives. I'm like, I've literally never met someone that old that's from Florida. No, I didn't say that, but I thought that. <laughs> And um, they, it was funny because there were three women and two upbeat women. One was very attractive for like 65, like 60, 65. The other one, not so much. She kind of looked like um, Mike Myers from Coffee Talk. Okay. That was literally who she was. Mm -hmm. And then there was a third woman who was like the Eeyore of the group. Like they would say something positive and then she would like bring everyone back down. Okay. Which I kind of oddly appreciated. And, but I was hammered. And I'm trying to have a conversation with this woman, and um, they're asking me like where I'm from. So I'm telling them you know, all over the place. I usually leave leave the Israel out of it because sure. it just gets things complicated. Well,
2: I mean, let's be real. You didn't grow up there. No. If you were like eight or nine or ten when you moved over, then like it'd be more part of your life. But you were how? Old? Right.
1: I was less than two.
2: Yeah. So you don't. So it's like, like I
1: can't speak Hebrew. Right. Uh, it wasn't that's part embarrassing. of your life. Right.
2: I mean, it's still cool, like a story, but like.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just where I was born and then, yeah. you know, pretty much absconded yeah, yeah. almost immediately. Sure. So, and I don't speak Hebrew and I, I don't really feel Israeli, obviously. Mm-hmm. I feel a connection to the country because I'm Jewish, A, because I was born there, but sure. my parents lived there, but I don't really feel like a connection because I don't have, I have zero memories of that, that right. place. Right, so right, right. why would I? So I'm like, gone oh, I'm from California. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm so glad I'm here. So I'm kind of like talking politics without talking politics, if that makes sense. I'm kind of saying I'm. I'm really glad I'm here, and uh, they're like, "Why is that?" You know, I hear you know San Diego's beautiful. I'm like, I know, but things are more open here. You know, use language like that where you're not like, "Oh, those liberal fucks." You you're know. trying to
2: read the room a little bit,
1: right? I, I, exactly. You put a little. You give them like just put a toe in the water. Yeah, How do th- they respond?
2: Throw out some some feelers,
1: and then we start. And then we'll start the DeSantis chant. You know, but yeah, first yeah, yeah. you start with uh, things are open here. Um,
2: yeah, you don't want to tell him you were hanging out with DeSantis' parents right away. No,
0: yeah. no,
1: no, no. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I don't talk politics with strangers that I just meet. It's just, I don't care. I literally don't give a fuck, and I just want to enjoy my day.
2: You do wear your mega hat pretty often.
1: I do, I do. I do. I like to wear it backwards so people don't initially know, and then when they're done talking to me, they're like, that piece of shit. But it's too late. Conversation's over. I
2: mean, that's kind of funny. But that's how I always wear mine. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the way to do it. So... Then uh, one of them said, the the Eeyore says something about, like, um, I said something about California, and she goes, yeah, well, at least they're not run by a a right-wing cult leader. Hmm. Huh? And she goes, yeah. She goes, DeSantis, he goes, he's sick. Something's not right with him. He, I think he's part of a, a, a Trump cult or something. Like, just like an old boomer, yeah. like, doesn't know how to use the internet person on Facebook all Oh, no, she's, all I say, no yeah,
2: she's on Facebook.
1: Yeah, but it just goes to, you know, CNN.com every day, and it's, like, way too, like, deep into the hole, like, beyond even that. Mm -hmm. And I think my response to that was, okay. And then I just talked about something. Oh, I like this. I was like, I like the sun. I thought everyone could get along on the sun. Mm -hmm. Usually when you start talking about weather, you're really not trying to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. And this bitch goes, I don't like the sun. There's too much sun here. I go. What is your deal? Like,
0: yeah, no you know, because
1: I was talking about how how shitty Michigan was, and she just said, "I don't like. There's too much sun here. It's too hot." And then I wanted to be like, "Then leave or die. Mm-hmm. You don't have to live here. No one's forcing you to live here. Then leave. There's plenty of people that would want to take your spot." So that was the that was the crew I was dealing with, and then and then Blitz picked me up, and we had a we had a very nice. Well, I,
2: I got there, and you were there talking to these ladies, and I knew how people were going to be at the 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 party or whatever you were at and I'm like
1: you're like Aaron looks terrible I'm like wow, <laughs> why did she
2: look well, I'm, like, I'm like wow this is not the crowd I thought like <laughs> yeah. and then the weird thing was you walked over to my car got in and we literally turned around and looked and they were gone, gone.
1: I saw that too I'm like they just Houdini disappeared <laughs> they were, and they, to were be... yeah, and they, they were old and they literally were you didn't see them getting up cleaning up the space it Nothing. was like and I didn't see them walking anywhere no they, they were... were just gone yeah. Evaporated.
2: Maybe they weren't real.
1: Was I talking to myself the whole fucking time? Yeah, I was that fucked up. No, but
2: it was weird because you you got in the car. We literally just stopped, turned around right there in the, in the street, and like walk, drove back right by the where the benches. Twelve was seconds, at, maybe, and there was nobody anywhere. Nobody they weren't walking. They weren't getting in a car. Not a
1: trace. <laughs> not even a door shutting. <laughs> like You're like where the hell they go? Did I say that out loud?
2: Yeah, we talked about it. We did. Yeah, I have you no might idea. not remember.
1: I don't remember. I just I went.
3: They're gone. Like, oh. mm-hmm.
1: Um. But yeah, so that was uh, that was so special. And then that was followed by, like, the Easter extravaganza at the Diakos, who were just so hospitable. And I know we talked about it, but it really was a good fucking
2: time. It was fun.
1: It was so, so fun. It's, it is a little, like, strange for me, though, I feel like, because I'm a girl. What? Yeah. I identify as such. I hope that's okay with everybody that I'm cisgender.
2: It's all right with me, I suppose.
1: I got a double X, and I identify as a girl. Um but also i was invited and work only with the guys Mm -hmm. so when the meal was over and the women were like going into the kitchen and like cleaning and doing stuff and then we were gonna leave to go to the carriage house to hang out i felt a little bit of pressure to stay from some people but i just said i'm i go i'm alone with them those are those are my buddies like yeah like those are my friends it was a little bit weird and and then some of the the women joined us at the carriage house which was cool mm-hmm. um but yeah there was just that little awkward moment i felt like leaving uh steve's house where i was just like uh, i'm going with the, i'm going with them yeah like i'd rather hang out in the carriage kitchen the carriage kitchen the carriage house than than hang out in yeah, the kitchen yeah 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 but what a beautiful evening was so that much was. Fun. Yeah, it was so much fun talking to Daddy Joe, who apparently was flirting with me, which is nice. It's, oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I thought it was just like who's this new person in my house that I don't know. I thought it was more of like a initiation. You know, thing. he
2: he knew who you were like instantly. Yeah, like, it and wasn't he said like... my name
1: right too. He was like Anna, and I went yeah. And it was funny because I was talking to Aunt Tina, who's mm-hmm. someone's aunt, and um, I think but, it's
2: the mom's sister.
1: The mom. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. Uh, Arlene's sister. Yes, that would make sense. Okay, yes.
2: and the other the other lady was Joe's sister. Sister, right?
1: Correct. B- Bobo, um, Aunt. Bo- I, that's
2: why I didn't Aunt say. Bo. Her. Aunt And boo. boo 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 Boo.
1: Aunt Bobo. <laughs> 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 Shame she was sweet too. So I'm talking to Aunt Tina, and we're she's mid sentence, and Joe's like Anna, and I turn around and she's like just go. I was like, but we were. She's like just go. I said, oh, shit, all right. So I was summoned over, and um, we talked probably for, like, what, half an hour?
2: At least. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah.
1: It was really cool. I was asking him a lot of questions about, you know, the Bucks, his life, his sons. I was trying to get some information out of him, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I I asked him about his grandkids, who his favorite was, and he did not even hesitate.
2: Now, I don't know if you noticed the second time you were talking with Aunt Tina, uh, Dan hovered around very closely.
1: No, I was so hammered. Dan,
2: okay, so Dan told me, hey, I need to, I need to hang out here because Aunt Tina has a couple of good stories that I'm going to need to correct and make sure aren't told wrong. So if I hear him start talking about this story, I need to join in.
1: I did try to get some information out of Aunt Tina.
2: Well, I, supposedly Aunt Tina's got some stories yeah. that, that Dan didn't want to be told.
1: Get out. I did not even notice Dan. Yeah. to be honest with you but i
2: was oh he told me because he, like, he was like he's being very inconspicuous he was kind of like just hanging out where he could still yeah. hear like what antina was right. saying so but he's like, he pretending to like do other stuff but right. he wasn't he told me he's like no i'm listening
1: he was uh yeah just locked in on our conversation
2: and ryan costman 499 thank super you chat thank you
1: and The bitch ain't one. no i tried to get some information out of antina the mm-hmm. first time i was speaking with her and i said dan kind of walked away and i just said so what kind of, is there any like embarrassing stories that mm-hmm. I can tell about any three of the Diaco right. brothers? And she's like, no, they're all good boys and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. that. But then she did say, she's like, but I got to tell you. <laughs> I'm like, right. what? And she goes, you know, when Dan was growing up, he was a very sensitive boy. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, he would cry. <laughs> <laughs> he would cry. I'm like, oh, okay yeah and then and then that's when i got you know i had to go talk to joe
2: oh okay so
1: but i really wanted to hear more about danny crying so there's,
2: there's a story there because dan was he even made okay. sure to tell me he's hovering in case he hears yeah. the story so he can yeah. jump in
1: because dan now you know he's all the machismo and he's you know, yeah he's got the accolades and he's a doctor and he's a lawyer and he's a surgeon mm-hmm. but i want to hear about you know sensitive and insecure dan and i think other people do too sure well, i want to hear about that mm-hmm. so yeah um people have been calling and i've been ignoring you for about an hour so hello oh perfect perfect. (laughs) then i answer and you ignore me that's uh, couldn't have planned it better appreciate you oh my god and then so tomorrow we're going to the wedding When was the last what's what's the last wedding you've been to like or went to (sighs) oh it was a long time ago because i don't really get invited to a lot of weddings i know that surprises people because i'm so much fun but I feel like a lot of my friends either, you know, they're on the other side of the country or or they're in a different country and mm. I can't go. I don't have the money. can't time wise, whatever the case may be. Um, so the last wedding that I went to, I believe, was my cousins in August of 2017, about a few blocks away from where everyone got shot up in Sacramento. Nice. So w- what's the last wedding you've been to before this one?
2: Um. A friend of mine that I camp with got married a few years ago and went to his, like, kind of soiree deal party. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't a wedding, but it was the party part.
1: Okay. The reception. And then
2: before that, the actual real wedding that I've been to was probably Bubba's.
1: In 07? Yeah. Shit. I've been to more weddings than that.
2: A lot of my friends, like, if they did get married, it was somewhere far away.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Or it was, like, they were like, oh, we just got eloped," or we just, you know. Just, right. An actual, like, my brother...
1: Yes, and my my good friend Erin, who I've spoken about many times during the show, she's at, she's going to be my plus one tonight, mm-hmm. and she is actually getting married next Friday, but she's eloping to Vegas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what I love about her situation is she's like, listen, this is my second marriage. I'm not trying to have a big old fucking right party. Well, all all like of the Easter, bridesmaids and the things. All
2: of Easter, I think that day we heard probably I don't know maybe ten times about how eloping is the way to go.
1: Not for me, folks. Um, but yeah, yeah, we did. We from people who maybe eloped in the Diaco family.
2: Yeah, J, so J J Diaco. J
1: J Diaco, yes. So that's the. way. The, but my friend isn't going to uh, Clearwater Beach. She's going to Vegas. Yeah, that's a little far. And away. I think she's actually getting married by Elvis, which is so funny because her first wedding was like a traditional. She's mm-hmm. Irish Catholic. Her ex husband was Italian Catholic. Okay. So it was a very Catholic church heavy mm-hmm. now she's getting married like at Barman bailey's like it's just crazy to me you know what the only i mean thing is, <laughs> like... <laughs> if, you're, if you're gonna go to vegas
2: for a wedding might as well do the whole vegas thing. yep
1: exactly that's what she said she's like i think it's kind of fun and it's like to me it's it's like you know i think i would probably think it's kind of cheesy i'd probably want like a little beach wedding just me and my partner or whatever right. but hey i think it's awesome a bunch of her friends are able to go so they're going and they're going to see like I think the night that they get married, they're all going to see David Guetta and get, like, bottle service and stuff. Okay. I think that's awesome. So she's just having just a more spontaneous kind of uh, wedding, and I think that that's awesome. It's a lot less stressful. You don't have to worry about appeasing grandma and grandpa and who's going to walk you down the aisle and how many bridesmaids and who's the maid of honor. Like, none of that shit. She just gets to just enjoy herself. You know she's leaving the kids with the grandparents, and they're gonna go get they're gonna go elope and have a wonderful time. And I'm I'm so excited for her. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Hello, who's this? Oh shit! Hello.
3: Hey Anna, I tell you what, uh, you look beautiful. Thanks. Hey, Anna. Uh, I do have a couple questions. Sure. Have you and Blitz oh, said I love you?
1: Uh, not yet. Can you, turn, it is it Bluetooth? There's like a echo. Are you in the bathroom or something?
3: One second, one second. The acoustics are
1: horrible. Uh, no, we haven't yet.
3: One second. Because I'm watching you guys on Twitch. Okay. On my television. Online. Okay. Um, I, didn't even know we were I can't we're believe that you Twitch. guys haven't said that yet.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for making it uh awkward and um oh, appreciate Jesus you Christ. no listen it's great i think we just need no, a... i'm not about no
3: it's not you guys my freaking gutter guys are here putting gutters up on my house okay this is just ducky
1: okay thank you thank you great it's wonderful sorry, sorry to interrupt your, yeah interrupt your you called us buddy. <laughs> yeah i've there were there's there's a few people in my life that they call me and i pick up and i go hello and they go hang on what you called me, motherfucker. What do yeah. You mean hang on, get out of here, scram. Uh, no, we haven't said I love you, and I'm I'm in no rush to go anywhere, folks. I've said this before a million times, and I'll say it again. There's there's no finish line I'm trying to cross anytime soon in terms of marriage, kids. I love yous, whatever. You don't push it. It'll come when it comes.
3: Mm-hmm. It'll come when it comes.
1: You know. Hello, who's this?
3: Hey, what's up? It's Hot Carl. Don't Google me. Uh, <laughs> I I got I've got something on my mind here. I, uh, yeah. So this is, this is all in good fun. Blitz probably has already got a, a red dot right on me. But um, all right. Oh, so I was I was looking up like conspiracy stuff, and I came across this. Just hear me out. This is this is probably right. hilarious, but I came across this like video where it's just going through like the iceberg of conspiracies, and one of them was called Aeromorph Psyops and when i read it and looked into it i was like oh my gosh i've been like thinking about this for the past five days i have to ask and this is all in good fun so i'm just teasing blitz a little bit but basically the the, there's a conspiracy that the government back in the day sort of sexualized planes and like Air Force and jet fighters and all bombers and stuff like that and through children's like cartoons and print magazine comics and stuff to and it sort of like brainwashed people into like becoming like, you know, obsessed with planes and like it made people want to join the air force and all Oh also, yeah, that's so, what
2: that's what air shows are for.
3: Yeah, so to brainwash right, so kids
2: up. to thinking it's a awesome thing so that they join
3: exactly so here, hear me out so there's there's a there's a 4chan post and i'm gonna i'm gonna read it but i'll I, I know we can be a little like i obviously i can curse and stuff but it's not like super crazy but i'll, I'll make okay. it quick. so I, as soon as i read this i'm like oh my gosh i gotta tell on and don't be mad at me Blitz, but this is funny so it says be me browsing porn discover furries hate them they make good porn though looking up uh robot stuff
2: and find arrow. Bu- uh, you forgot the word busty.
3: Yeah. So you've seen. Okay. Yeah. And it says big toddy plane. Dick is absolutely diamonds. Bl- I'm not going to go through it, but it basically says manifest into a near extremist disdain for North Korea and Russia, and China. And then it says join Air Force for un- unrelated circumstances. Sell sold Uncle Sam for paycheck. Keep getting massive erections <laughs> <laughs> whenever the C 17s do low flyovers during formation. It says graduate aircraft maintenance oh no feel dirty whenever i go under or inside the planes to work on them and then blah 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 it says i think i got psyops from the joining the air force by my own uncontrollable lust for aircraft can't tell anyone about it in therapy it says please please, dear god help me i can't contain my primal urge to f planes i'm not even joking
1: and blitz was the first thing that came to mind i
3: just (laughs) because yeah kind of but it's it's all it's all a joke. So, but like, I don't think it's to that level. But like, I he he does sort of like, damn, that's a sexy plane. But I don't think it's like to that. I just had yeah. To I don't think it. he's, he's going to
1: fuck a it. plane. But he, well, he, you're he's both wrong.
3: Right. I'd fuck this shit out of he's a plane. He's had a threesome with two planes. Anyways, all all fun. I just I had <laughs> to throw that out there. We appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> <You>
1: know, Listen, <laughs> I I love a good conspiracy theory. So whatever you throw my way, even if it's plane fucking, I'm more than happy to you know yeah. talk about it.
2: And there's no question uh, that like that's the whole point of like the air shows and shit yeah, you is told to me get that. yeah it's to get kids
3: like yeah, in love with actual, it. Yeah, it's an actual thing. It's called like Aeromorph psyops, and there's all sorts of like weird. If you ever if you ever have some time on a, there's a guy named Wendigoon, like Wednesday, like Wendigoon, and he has a whole series. It's called the Conspiracy Theory Iceberg, and it starts at the tip. And it goes from, like, Section 1 all the way to 10. And as it gets, like, deeper into it, they get, like, more crazy. And okay. this is, like, at the very end. It's it's pretty cool stuff. You should check it out.
1: I definitely will. Uh, I need to check out Concrete, the Concrete podcast. That okay. apparently brought, Windu- broadcasts. Look- Wendigoon. And Wendigoon. Yes, uh yeah, thank you.
3: Tr- trust me, a lot of fun. All right, take it easy, yeah, guys. Trust right. this guy.
1: I trust you. Trust Hot Carl. I, I will trust Hot Carl. Carl, don't Google fucking me.
2: Trust Hot Carl. Uh,
1: I- we do need to finish that episode of the Romans thing because we've been mm-hmm. trying for. We just keep falling asleep because we're so fucking. You know, it- bedtime is like ten o'clock. You know, and I made it's a true. joke about it. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting tired. It's ten. Oh, we're we're so cool. And then we really did pass out. Like,
2: well, yeah, because you lay out. on top of me.
1: Yeah. I did.
3: I, I needed a bed,
1: and you were the closest thing I had. Literally. Like, not even in a sexual way. No. Yeah, like just, uh, you know, like you would find a little cot, and you just kind of climb on the cot, and uh, not the cock, the cot, and um, just pass the fuck out. That's how I do. I have a feeling that's what's gonna happen at because i 'cause I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to probably have another one more celius throughout the day mm. and be all cracked out and then um, the clock will strike maybe eleven PM and hopefully I can just um, you know, be awake long enough to make it to the bed and fall asleep. I'm very excited to sleep tonight. Hopefully. We're going to the gym of course. Today. We are going to the gym today because fucking gains. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pushed myself to the gym yesterday. Um it was a little bit of an embarrassing moment. At the gym, yeah, for poop, me. Poop your pants? No, not this time.
2: Um, Do you have stress cotton incontinence? Fucking no, whatever? I didn't, I, I didn't
1: <laughs> piss all over the mat while doing deadlifts. <laughs> that would have been worse, actually. Oh. But there was this machine, and it's like one of the you put the it's like squats, but you're facing it, and you sit on the platform, stand on the platform, and you lift up, and it's the the pads on the shoulders, and okay, you're yeah. just squatting. But your back is not against the uh, the support pad or whatever like you're it's a lot of these bitches use it for their ass and stuff whatever Mm -hmm. and i know there's a latch somewhere for you to unlock it so you can actually do the dip you know but i couldn't find like i found the latch but every which way i was moving it wasn't budging it okay so the, the gym wasn't too busy and i was trying to figure it out and i was looking like a fucking moron trying to figure it out and i go listen just ask for help it's cool so I did, and I was actually kind of like, because pr- it takes a lot, most people would just walk away and yeah, pretend, I and I go, too. you can't, you need to learn how to th- this fucking operate. Like, I understood how it operated, but the lever was, like, throwing me off. And each gym is different, it's gonna have equipment that's a little bit different, it's not, it wasn't obvious yeah. with this at all.
2: No, unless one of the guys, guys meaning people, girls, guys, whatever, doesn't matter, um, unless they walked by me as I was on it, I'd probably get off of it and go to a machine somewhat nearby, like hoping somebody else would get on it, Use and then it and then watch them. Right, okay, I'm going to watch how they do
1: yeah. that. Yeah, and it's like, I understood the mechanics of it all. It was literally like, how do I unlatch it mm-hmm. so I could do the dip and start actually using the machine? And I thought at one point it was so bad that I thought someone was going to come up to me and be like, it's like this. Because okay. I'm like. Struggling. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah. Like looking like a moron. So I was like, on a, just just go and ask for help. So I went to the front desk. And There was this chick, and I'm like, "This is I'm like this is an embarrassing request, but like I don't know, I can't figure out the latch on this thing, and um, I didn't try to make it seem like oh it's different all the gyms. I was yeah, like, yeah, I just yeah. don't know. Can yeah. you help me? Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, no problem. She showed me, like, got up. She's like, It's I was moving it like front and back. She's like, You got to move it like side to side. Okay. I didn't know move that way. So she's like, Yeah, I just move it like this. I go, Oh, thank you. All right, cool. And I'm That's like, cool. Okay, now I now I get yeah, it. Yeah. Tried it, hated it, didn't like it at all. I was like, This is a fucking horrible machine. But you know, at least. At least I, I know how to work it. So I feel like so- sometimes that's the best approach is to not pretend like you're cool and just be like, hey, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Sure. Can you help me out, please? And then you you you, you burden somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way to well, do it. Well, they
2: get paid to do that, so.
1: Yeah, but t- I mean, they can just sit there all day. They didn't have to help me or they could have said they didn't know how to do it or whatever. But you know, you just, you, you ask them and you say, hey, can you help me with this? Because I, I don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck I am doing. So there was a little bit of that. I, f- I feel good today, though. I-, I need to get back in the gym because I ha- I haven't gone to the gym. I did a bunch of running over the weekend, a bunch of jujitsuing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I might be putting some things together in my head. Like, the sequences okay. are, again, it's a very slow process. And it, the more you do it, you realize, like, holy shit, if you want to get any, any good at this, you got to do it for, like, a fucking decade. Like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. But... Uh, it is it is funny how your mind just goes blank or someone is like, do it like this. And you're like, OK. And then you try to do something. You're like, what's my name? Who am I? Like, how do I start it? Like everything just nothing feels natural at right. all and still really doesn't. But, um, yeah, I feel like when I'm doing what I call a flow rolling. So it's not like full on battle, but you do a move on someone and then they kind of do mm-hmm. a move on you. It's kind of like playing chess mm-hmm. a little bit with like maybe 50% force, maybe 60, um, that really helps me. Because then I'll be in a certain position and I'm like, I don't know how to get out of this. And they're like, push me this way, frame up that way. And it's awesome. It's great. I'm really liking it. And hopefully um, hopefully in a couple of years I'll, I'll actually be, you know, halfway decent. Nice. But we'll see. Day by day. Hello, who's it? Perfect. That's exactly how I wanted to end the show. Um that's all for us today. I was probably like ooh, an hour and twenty minutes or so. Um, Bubba one ninety nine tonight. It's Pam Pam's birthday tomorrow. Eight o'clock, eight o'clock till question mark. Last time um, Bubba gave you guys an extra hour and a half. Didn't even know it went by. Didn't yeah. even know what time it was. He's like, "What time is it? Is it ten yet?" And we're like, "It's eleven thirty, Bubs." He's like, "Holy shit!" So it's gonna be great.
2: And he did. I know he said it on there, but he told me even off there he doesn't want to stay late. He wants to, like, go home. But, I said, I said, yeah. you know what? I'm all about that because I don't have a choice. I have to leave at a certain time.
1: Right. But, you know, it, it, it all depends because he could be, you know, in the right state of mind where he wants to stay a little bit longer. Yeah. So anything goes. If, if the money's rolling in, I, I doubt he's going to stop right at 10. But, um. Definitely make sure you tune in for that. and Yeah, it's on BAR, but you you really got to get on Twitch. And you don't even have to be a subscriber. Like You can watch it for free, Mm -hmm. live. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of hot chicks um, sucking on lollipops. Hell yeah. There's going to be food. There's going to be great music. It's Bubba's birthday, so he's going to be extra jovial. I can't wait
2: to eat some ribs. I haven't had ribs in a while. How about some
1: cake? Have you tried some cake? Oh, I tried my cake, by the way. Fucking nailed it. I told you it was good. Fucking nailed it. This is coming from not a chocolate guy, and he loved it. I hate chocolate. Hates it. Force force feeds himself chocolate every fucking moment of the day. No, I don't. I'm I'm halfway kidding. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Make sure you tune in again for Bubba 199 tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun starting at 8 p.m. on Twitch at The Bubba Army. All right. Have a great weekend, and um, we'll have lots of stories on Monday for you between weddings and birthday parties yep. and bubble one ninety nine. So stay tuned for that, and have a great weekend. Thank See you, guys
3: Blitz. Tonight. Thank you.